if if unaltered like dogs are strolling around the park driving all the boys nuts maybe yeah. can you imagine if you took mochi like out to one of the dog parks like she'd be oh like my god my milkshake bring all the boys to the yard they like <laughs> <laughs> it's better than yours <laughs> doom 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 Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. I'm Heidi. And I'm Vero. And we And we're gonna <laughs> boop. <laughs> we're gonna, we are gonna boop. We are gonna boop. Um, yes. What was I gonna say? It's gonna be a very interesting. It's gonna be a very medical. It's gonna be a little yeah. bit maybe a, a gross boop today depending on how you feel about this topic. But Are you feeling a little hot, Heidi? <laughs> you think the heat is on? The heat is on. <laughs> on the street. <laughs> That's so funny. Before we before we talk about our hot topic, <laughs> we would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Holy Raw is a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all-natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com, holy raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw. And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 La Callway, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9 Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many, many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Les Boops Newts. Merci. Merci, Stray Dog. And you can find our sponsor's detail in this episode's description. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I got, a, I got an off-topic-like <laughs> story. I've got an off-topic story. But then, well, I, want, I, I know you have a story that's going to take us straight into this hot yes. episode. <laughs> Um, so I got a text from my son the other day and he said, were you eating lint chocolate? And I said, no, I was not. Uh oh. And I was like, uh oh. (laughs) And I did receive like a box of lint chocolates for my birthday recently. And I knew that there was a box on the counter, but the box on the counter was like completely intact so I was like well that's weird so my husband thought maybe it was from a garbage can because like we had had some like earlier in the week or something like that anyways so I was away for the weekend and I came back and usually as like we're approaching Christmas as I slowly start to purchase Christmas gifts I put them like in my closet 
which is like the sliding door like closets anyways and I have my kids presents in there and like part of that is like their stocking stuffers which consisted of four lint chocolate bars oh so no! I came home from my trip and I was putting clothes away and I opened my closet and I looked at the bottom and I had like everything like in piles like one pile for one son one pile for the other son one pile for my husband like all the other stuff and blah blah blah, blah. and it was all messed up and I was like what the heck I'm like what happened here and my husband was like oh yeah he's like I noticed that he was like um I think Lou like was in the closet and I'm like well then yes she did eat four chocolate they were gone all four all of them four of them all four of them gone oh my god yeah and it wasn't and she like wasn't the dark... sick well not that I know of because like I asked my husband I'm like <laughs> was she sick but there was no vomiting or anything this weekend like honest to god I don't I don't know how she does it but I was just so mad at her and anyways like and I I keep that like that side the doors closed it's like a big like closet that goes along the whole wall with those slidey doors going like mm-hmm. back and forth and I always close off my side because it's the Christmas stuff so I don't want people to see so like mm-hmm. my side was closed but I guess my husband left one uh, like open a crack and she snuck her way in the side and pulled stuff out of like <laughs> my side of the closet oh dear do you hear those do you hear those jerks bark borking away <laughs> anyways I was just so mad at her like I was like Ugh. Having yeah. an un- untrained dog is the worst. <laughs> yes. How dare she? How dare she snoop into my closet and steal my children's Christmas gifts? She's getting a lump of many cold. dogs would do that, though. I know. Gibbs never did, though. Gibbon no. never did. No. I can tell you right now, every dog that I've owned would do, <laughs> would do it. <laughs> Maybe I lucked out with my Gibbs. I but think anyways. that Millhouse loves food more than Ralph. Oh, no way. Yeah. How is that even possible? He's like a monster. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe because oh, he was so deprived when he was like a teeny tiny puppy. Maybe. It's like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> My nom noms. Yeah. Mine. My nom noms. Well, Lou. What you gonna do with Lou? <sighs> Lou. Lou, my little, my little biatch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, shall we get started on today's yes. topic? Yes. So, as many of you know, well, those who are listened to previous episodes, <laughs> we have been dog sitting mochi for the last month and a half. So, with two weeks to go. My dogs, both males, Ralph and Milhouse, have been starting to act a little differently. <laughs> um, Ralph wa- has been often like in her crotch area, her derriere area, um, smelling and licking. Milhouse suddenly has figured out how to hump Mochi from every angle. Mochi's shoulder, mo- Mochi's bum. Mochi's hip, <laughs> Mochi's head. <laughs> um, it's kind of like he doesn't know what he's doing, but feels like the right thing to do. <laughs> and Ralph has been going cuckoo. So we think that Mochi is starting her heat, and there's no blood. 
but I think it's like the start of it because Ralph is nuts. Mochi yeah. has been gone since yesterday morning and Ralph is still like a teeny tiny bit nuts. So what Ralph has been doing is, so we had to separate them because at, <laughs> at one point um, I was sitting at the dining room table and I heard some whining, like some crying from Millhouse. And I don't know who started it, but Ralph was on top of him, kind of just, you know, nudging at him and like biting, but not really biting. And Millhouse is a bit of a drama queen. So <laughs> um, even if it like wasn't hurting, he would be crying. But there was like a splatter of the reha <laughs> all over my wall <laughs> oh my goodness so it's like the, they scared the poop out of him <laughs> yes so I think there's a bit of like bit fighting between the males over mochi or was it mochi that was just so frustrated that she turned around and was like enough and then Ralph jumped in I don't know I didn't see it so we separated them um, we have a gate separating the kitchen from the rest of the house anyways. So but... wait, did you did you separate just Mochi or did you separate all three of them from each other? I separated Mochi from the two mm -hmm. males from Ralph and Millhouse. So mm -hmm. Mochi was like in the kitchen area, um, had access to like the hallway and Millhouse and Ralph had ha access to the living room and dining room and like their usual space. Mm-hmm. And Ralph was, like, constantly at the gate, like, trying to, like, put his head between, like, inside the gate, <laughs> in the gate, pawing at the gate. Um, and <laughs> Mochi's just, like, standing there, like, hey. <laughs> so it's almost like a tease. And mm -hmm. constantly, constantly whining, like, agitated whining going in circles coming to the gate going back coming back um pawing just like non-stop and then there was a morning and that I think that was like we're like okay this is it like we need to do something mm -hmm. Ralph wasn't even interested in his food and whatever food he ate he was so like agitated and excited that he puked his food Oh, so we're like, okay, this is like too much, and there's no way of like separating them even more because it's all like scent, anyways. Yeah, 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 because she's been gone. So, the other thing Ralph started doing was that at night, Ralph never whines at night and he's whining in his crate and howling. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that is so crazy. Yeah, and he, Mochi, left yesterday morning, and he was still howling this morning when he got up. Like, he was mm -hmm. just so excited to get out of his crate. Like, he ran to the gate, like, where is she? <laughs> Let me at her. <laughs> Let me at her. And then he was, like, whining and, like, oh. <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, Ralph. That's so, yeah. Crazy. It is so crazy. So we decided to talk about heat. <laughs> Dogs heat. and heat. <laughs> Dogs and heat. So now Mochi has gone to a, it's a breeder that boards dogs. So she's gone there. Um, 
and this was arranged by her owner because she thought as well like the doggos are just gonna go crazy mm-hmm. so yeah she's gone yeah and things are like slowly settling down and breeders are used to that right and like i can yeah. even remember when we were looking for our vimarana and mm-hmm. we went to one of the breeders close by one of one of the male dogs was miss like it was missing an eyeball Oh yeah, and and then when we went to a different breeder because we didn't get a good vibe from this breeder, uh, when we went to the new breeder in Montreal, we were talking to them. We were like, "Oh, we checked out this other place," and they said, "Oh, they have one of our dogs." And we were like, "No way!" And he's like, "Yeah, did you did you see him? The one missing an eye?" And we're like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, that happened with them." He, they said it didn't happen on our watch and he's like that's when he explained to me he said like some people think it's cruel because they have all the kennels right and keep the dogs mm-hmm. separated but it's because you have to for safety issues so yeah. like yeah like 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 you mentioned like they scared the crap out of Milhouse, probably because he's still young but he can smell the scent there's like a female in heat which makes yeah the boy like dog the go crazy yeah and and aggressive and they like if if you kept her around any longer it could have yeah. a significant impact that's and that's why i was like kind of curious did you only separate mochi or did you separate all three of them because if ralph so when, and melhouse got into it like yoikes yeah so when we separated mochi mm-hmm. melhouse went back to his like just lying down in the corner not yeah. doing anything okay so that's why we were like okay i think we're and maybe okay. he's still too young to like yeah who knows? yeah Whereas Ralph is just like prime. He's like, I'm in my prime. <laughs> let me at her. <laughs> let me at her. Let me at her. Because the first time Mochi was in heat, she was also here. And she was about mm-hmm. six, seven months, which is the age of Melhouse right now. Yeah. And we separated the two. Mm-hmm. And it was okay. Yes. Like Ralph didn't go cuckoo. I think he was too young. Mm-hmm. So just like Melhouse, that just kind of like went back to his normal like state of <laughs> wanting to be alone <laughs> yeah um we're like okay i was like i think he, i think this is okay yes yeah so so i can show you what i found on dogs in heat so i found this like website that's called pet parents and they uh describe and have a bunch of different resources here but they were just saying like humans female dogs do have changes in their bodies as well and they produce a bloody discharge as a result and this is referred to as like a dog heat cycle and that it's it says that managing this can can be tricky so they talk about uh the different stages of the heat cycle and uh, heat cycle abnormalities and what to do when your dog is in heat and um the proper management of dog heat cycles so so they talk about the different stages of the dog heat cycle here so it says your dog is going through her first heat cycle it means that she's hit puberty when does a dog go into heat on average most dogs will have their first heat at six months old but this will also differ in each breed so smaller breeds go into heat at an earlier age compared to like larger or giant breed dogs and bigger dog breeds may not come into their first heat until they're 18 months to two years old mm. So how long are dogs in heat? So when the dog long. is, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So when a female a dog is going through the heat cycle, uh, they'll say they'll experience in different stages and the different stages of the heat cycle um, can affect them for like two to four weeks, it says. Yeah. So mm. there's four different stages. There okay. is 
proestrus, estrus, diestrus, and anestrus. <laughs> yes. What do you think of that? So proestrus, <laughs> so this is the start of your dog's heat cycle. Um, hormones are beginning to rise and her body is preparing for mating. Early signs of the proestrus stage include a swollen vulva and, yes. vagin and vaginal discharge that will range from being white, pinkish, or reddish in color. Hmm. So the next... I think Mochi was in that stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it sounds like it. And then the next one is estrus. So during the estrus cycle stage, your dog will slowly become receptive to male dogs. During the early part of the stage, males will begin lurking around the female dogs and oh may God. get ag aggressive towards them. In the later part, female dogs may get aggressive if there's any female dogs around and they may approach the males around them with their tails raised and and held to the side this behavior is preparation for possible breeding whoa <laughs> is this sounding familiar <laughs> barrel <laughs> i'm just thinking about mochi i'm like she's always like that <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's just like couldn't wait to breed maybe she just loves your ralph so much she's like you could make the cutest <laughs> mochi ralph they would babies. be very cute <laughs> they would all right and then the next one is diestrus so this is the stage of the heat cycle where uh the dog's body will restore its its natural state or prepare for pregnancy and then anestrus is considered to be the silent phase of a dog's heat cycle and during anestrus there will be no signs of hormonal or sexual behavior hmm. so it says that of course, your dog may become pregnant during her heat cycle. So if you bred your dog or an, an unaltered male dog had access to her, you can look for these signs of dog pregnancy. A female dog completing her heat cycle may also display signs of false pregnancy. And there are a few ways to know the difference, but always consult a vet if you are unsure. I'm curious to know what the signs of dog pregnancy are. I'm going to look them up here. Signs of pregnancy in dogs. Oh, yeah. Enlarged and discolored nipples. And then they don't always go back either. Like, I find, like, female dogs that have, like, that have been <laughs> yeah. bred. Like Lou, right? Like, Lou's got, like, she's still got her big nips. <laughs> <laughs> it weirds out my family sometimes. But anyways, weight gain and enlarged abdomen, vaginal discharge, exhaustion and unusual behavior, nesting behaviors. And, uh, of course, dog pregnancy tests. So these are all the ways to fi find out uh, if your dog's pregnant or not. So if you're unsure, just bring them to Zivet hmm. to find out. But if you're, like, this is where it gets, like, tricky and where you have to be careful, like, in dog parks, too. Because not everybody's smart or responsible or maybe they have a dog and maybe they can't afford to get them fixed or whatever. So, like, they're bringing females and he this is probably why like some fights break out in dog parts actually if, yeah like if if unaltered like dogs are strolling around the park driving all the boys nuts maybe yeah. can you imagine if you took mochi like out to one of the dog parks like she'd be oh like my god my milkshake bring all the boys to the yard they like <laughs> <laughs> it's better than yours <laughs> it'd be crazy but anyways so just be careful and keep an eye on that. Um, but um, anyways, yes. So uh, what to expect during your dog's heat cycle. So every heat cycle, your dog will um, display fairly pretty much the, the same heat signs and symptoms. 
And um, so these are some of the changes to expect. So swelling. So as mentioned before, a dog that's about to go into heat might have a swollen vulva. And this is very noticeable. Your dog's vulva swollen from heat will look larger than its normal size and swollen during the female's entire dog heat cycle. A lot of licking. So a dog in heat will have the urge to constantly lick that vulva. And this licking behavior is a dog's innate nature of keeping themselves clean when in heat. So hmm. if you see them like obsessively licking. Yeah. Did, was Mochi doing that? I didn't notice, but Ralph was like licking. Oh, doing yeah. it for her. Yeah. He was like, I'll take care of that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Then, of course, bloody discharge. So many wonder how long does a female dog in heat bleed? And most female dogs who go into heat will bleed typically for a week or so after the vulva begins to swell. So discharge can range from white to pink and deep red bleeding and will typically last for about 10 days. Some dogs, however, go through this, go through a silent heat. So uh, these dogs actually do ovulate, but the specific signs of being in heat, vulvar swelling, and discharge may not be seen. And this is considered hmm. an irregularity. And most of the time you will notice like the, the classic signs that we sort of mentioned of a dog being in heat. Yeah. And then it says, here's another, what to expect during your dog's heat cycle, male dogs lurking around your female. Yes. They male can smell dog. from like two to three miles yes. away and like break through fences and <laughs> like yeah. I'm sure Ralph would have busted through that gate eventually. Oh, I'm sure. So it says male dogs are attracted to the scent of female dogs as females produce pheromones when in heat that male dogs can detect from even as far as many kilometers away. Mm -hmm. Didn't give us a specific number there, but kilometers, kilometers, <laughs> kilometers. So it said, how often will your dog go into heat? So dogs normally go into heat once every six months or twice every year, but this will still vary like depending on breeds. Small breeds may go into heat as much as three times a year and large breeds may only go just the, the once a year. So yeah. it's hard to say. Um, so do keep in mind that your dog going into heat does not mean that they're ready to breed. In fact, it's not okay to breed your dog in their first heat cycle. Uh, they're still considered to be a puppy and not fully ready to become a mom. Aww. So before breeding, you should let your dogs pass through like two to three heat cycles, depending on their age and health and obviously yeah. like all that stuff. And um, of course, before making the decision to have puppies, it's important to meet all of the requirements for responsible dog breeding, they say here, in order to ensure the health of the mom and the puppies. Absolutely. Yeah. So then it says uh, heat cycle abnormalities in dogs. So if you have a female dog that's still intact, um, not all uh, go through normal female dog heat cycles and some experience like heat cycle abnormalities in, and these include the following. So absent heat, so they, they miss one. A silent heat, so if your dog ovulated but does not exhibit the noticeable signs of being in heat and um, a silent heat can still be detected by male dogs, shocker, and by medical examinations like progesterone tests. A split heat is so it's a heat that abnormally stops and then continues after some days or even weeks. That wow. sounds weird. Yeah. A prolonged heat, a heat cycle continuing longer than the average heat cycle duration. And then a shortened interestrous interval. So heat cycles occur at a very sh at very short intervals from one cycle to the other. And then prolonged 
estrus interval. So heat cycles occur at very long, long intervals from one cycle to the other. And then uh, it says premature ovarian failure. So ovarian function suddenly weaken or completely stop at an early age. And then the last one is pyometra, an infection in the uterus that affects your dog's reproductive tract and heat cycle. So hmm. um, some of these abnormalities may not be a cause for concern, but if you do notice abnormal patterns in your dog's heat cycle, you should probably talk to your vet and just find out what's going on. Or yeah. if you're not planning to breed, maybe fix your dog. Yeah. Fix your dog. So I always wondered about this because I've now having two female dogs, like, but the ones that I got were not intact, so they've been fixed. But I, I always wondered about female like dog heat cycles and, oh, I don't know, like, because you obviously you have to put diapers on them, right? Like you don't yeah. want your bleeding dog just strolling around the family. <laughs> so, um. They make suggestions for different companies. There's, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of different ones that you can buy out there, but uh, Dipo's a faux show. And um, there's reusable ones that you can just wash oh and God. stuff like that. Yes. And what else does it say? You can give them additional nutrition. I mean, it's kind of like us when we're on our yeah. periods, not to be gross or anything, but sometimes like you're just like, you know. Give yeah. me the ice cream. And like all the men just following us everywhere. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> I can smell your pheromones. <laughs> so um, they also Wouldn't give that some be more. weird? Oh, it would be so weird. <laughs> it would be so weird. It would be uh, so weird. Yeah. But um, anyways, they make some suggestions here to like what to, for what to do when your dog is in heat. So it says... <laughs> If, if your female dog's in heat, they will need more of your love, care, and attention. <laughs> you were like, get yeah. out of here, Moji. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But um, behaviors, bad behaviors were starting. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But it says if it is their first heat cycle, there's a couple of things that must be done to prevent an unplanned pregnancy and help make sure that your your baby's heat is more comfortable for the both of you. Mm-hmm. So it says a female dog in heat stays in heat for two to four weeks. So you do need to be familiar with what to do when your dog is in heat and um, to, to just know what to expect. And we went over the signs and symptoms and stuff like that. And it said, uh, and now it wants to go over. I'm just reading through here what to do. So it says, do, do exercise your female dog in heat. So when your dog is in heat, it can be a stressful time to help de-stress her. Exercises are helpful. There is a misconception that female dogs in heat shouldn't get any exercise, but um, you still do need to walk them and like avoid mm-hmm. the strenuous physical activities. Like if you have like a dog that's, you know, like a Belgian, like, you know, security dog that's like scaling walls and stuff, you may, you may want to avoid that. But by all means, like r- walk and run them. And uh, but and of course, when you're doing that, make sure that you're not off leashing them in public places because yes. that's you got to keep that in mind, right? You don't mm-hmm. want an unplanned pregnancy. <laughs> Maybe we should start a clinic for like unplanned pregnancy dogs. <laughs> dogs. They can come. Here are your options. Discreet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. 
And, but um, yeah, for various different reasons, not even just the unplanned pregnancy, you want to avoid some of that aggressiveness, right? Like if if your dog's aggressive and like, you know, all the, if the milkshake's bringing the boys to the yard and they're getting aggressive, that's no good either. So, no. Um, And uh, so, yes, it says provide exercise, keep them on a leash and just monitor their level of, um, uh, energy like you, you want to make sure they're not too too lethargic and that sort of thing and the don't do is like again the strenuous exercise do not allow them around male dogs and do not let them out of your sight no yeah so it says like double the supervision of dogs in heat and then give them the extra love and attention and it says do use dog diapers for female dogs in heat Yes. And it says, do consider spaying your dog after her heat cycle. So again, if you're not planning on breeding, you do want to consider that as an option because for all the reasons mentioned. Yes. So that's, that's interesting that you had a firsthand experience of it because like, I, like, I, I remember like I mentioned earlier, the breeder telling me about it and I was like, oh yeah, like that's got to be crazy. And then you got to know like who can handle who, like, and I remember him saying to me that they knew exactly like which females they could let out together at the same time and which ones they couldn't. So Mm. again, like just really monitoring your dog's behavior and how it's going, but um, like how, like how long, like over how many days did this happen where you were just like, oh my God, I know what this is. Like, Like... I would say like two and a half days. I was like, like, oh. And then (laughs) her last heat was in June. So it's about like six months ago. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. But there wasn't any like blood yet. So I was like, is it? Is it not? Yeah. But then like Ralph was just too cuckoo. Like he was showing all of the signs. Like it says here. Um, besides getting aggressive, which I'm not sure anyways, I'm not sure what happened that evening when Millhouse <laughs> pooped yeah. all over the wall, but gets antsy, agitated, won't stop whining. Um, mm-hmm. it says here, some people get so worried their dogs are not drinking, eating or sleeping properly. They even take them to the vet because wow. they think like something is wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Ralph just not eating his food. And then being so, like, agitated that he pukes. It's like, okay, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And it says here, like, you can use sprays, like, to mask the pheromone smell. Either like What kind of spray? It says, like, essential oils or menthol. But then it says to also, like, make sure you're, like, discuss with your vet in case there's any reaction. Yeah. Um, but also, I think they say vinegar um, as a cleaning solution is a good option, like the living area. So have you done any anything since Mochi left? Um, we cleaned the floors. Yep. And we aired out the house. It was, like, really cold, but we're, like, we're just going to open all the windows. Yep. Um, and Fresh like, start. Pretty, yeah. And then... It says it, here, if you both if you have both female and male dogs in your home, you should clean more often with vinegar. Bathe your female with appropriate shampoo, um, or think about doggy diapers. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you can increase the frequency of baths you give the female. And you can also add small amounts of apple cider vinegar in the bath water. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you'd put like diapers on Moji if like Ralph would have just like torn right through it. Probably. And, and, and I wonder, and I'm sure that it is, but I like, I don't know whether I'm just guessing or not, but I would imagine that intact males go a little bit more cuckoo than yeah. maybe ones that are yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you for putting two and two together real quick. Cause yeah, that could have <laughs> been bad. Yeah. Yeah, that could have been bad. Yeah, with like Millhouse starting to like really hump her and Mo- Ralph having his like face in her derriere <laughs> so much. <laughs> I was like, hmm, I wonder if like something's going on there. And then, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we need to separate them. And then. So since like cleaning and airing out your house, you find he's like, is Ralph starting to calm down? Like decompress yeah. a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. He's better this evening. Oh, that's good. Yeah. This morning he was still like whining. Oh um, my God. I guess he thought, and she was here for like a month and a half. So even yeah. like without the smell, Ralph is excited to see Mochi in the morning. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it became a bit of a routine at a month and a bit for sure. It's like not even just about like the heat cycle. It's about like his buddy was there and now she gone. Yeah. But at the same time, she went out. She went out with a bang. (laughs) Or without a bang. Without a bang. (laughs) You wish a bang. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad that we had to like send her away, but... No, that's too much. Like it... it, it, And I think that it said one of the like you did all the right things because I I think it said in one of the lists too is like you need to separate the dogs because unless you're there to again like double supervise everything and like just manage it but again you don't know how they're ultimately going to react to another uh, to one another and that's just like saying how the breeder told me about like they knew which females could go with which and then you look at the dog that they gave to the other breeder there who lost an eye it's all fun yeah. games until somebody loses an eye. Yeah. <laughs> I think his name was, was his name Vince? I can't remember. His, I think his name was Vince. Vince lost an like eye. like Millhouse and. Well, exactly. Like Millhouse not really knowing what he's doing. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was just like, no. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Nope, it's nope, nope. safer. Nope. Safer for everybody. Yas. Mm-hmm. Totes my goats. So Totes my goats. Keep, keep that in mind. And if you have a female, I would say just like maybe be ready with the diapers on hand. Cause like, yeah. If your dog goes into heat at like later on in the evening and you can't get your hands on a doggy diaper real quick, that's not going to be fun either. No. This is not going to be fun. You want to hear the other weird thing that happened unrelated yes. to the heat? Mm-hmm. Um, we took Ralph to Bruce Pitt. To get his picture taken to be Mm -hmm. photographed by a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And we brought some peanut butter because we wanted like some funny, like funny face pictures. Yep. And so that morning, we're like, okay, let's give Ralph a bath. Mm -hmm. And we gave him a bath and then we air dry him. Mm -hmm. So during the air dry, we gave him like a bunch of peanut butter. Mm hmm. 
And then we took him to Bruce Pitt for the pictures and we're giving him peanut butter. And then at some point, Ralph was like turning his face like like he didn't want anymore. And I was like, what's going on? He's like peanut buttered out. <laughs> and like we got home and I gave him like the jar of peanut butter in his face. And he's like, no. <laughs> I was like, that's weird. <laughs> that's hilarious yeah it's so funny oh yeah ralph oh ralph aroni ralph aroni i can't wait to see pictures oh my god i can't wait to see those either mm-hmm. well we also have some doggy fun facts yay right i found on a, a couple... lighter note <laughs> on a lighter note on a less hot note <laughs> Um, yeah, I found a couple the other day and I thought we could do like a few more like doggy fun facts again. I know you've got a whole bunch on your desk there, but anyway. Yes. All right. So I found this, uh, scrolling through the Instagram the other day. So it said how the Kong ball was invented. So the Kong toy was invented by accident more than 40 years ago when Joe Markham needed a way to prevent his German shepherd Fritz from biting on rocks and sticks. Fritz, who Markham adopted as a shelter dog, had worn down his teeth to one third of the size they would they should have been. And um, Markham was working on his vehicle and tossed an axle stop with an attached bracket on the ground. His dog got a hold of it and loved it. He was playing with it joyously, much to Markham's amusement. And he said to his friend, what do you think of my new dog toy? And his friend replied, actually, it's not too pretty. It looks like an earplug from King Kong. <laughs> and the and the and the Kong toy was born. So when you look oh and see God. what this what this axle thing looks like, it like it's it's like definitely it looks like the original like like it would look like an old school shape of a Kong. So it was like a car part, and this dude was like, like a fixing car his axle. Car. Yeah. Well, it was what's it called? An axle stop. So it's like a rubber like thing that you put over an axle. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so that's where the Kong came from. Oh, a King Kong earplug. (laughs) A King Kong (laughs) earplug. And they are, they're not like pretty toys. Like it's like, I remember the first time seeing a Kong and I was like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) What do you do with this? I can remember it so well when we got scrappy. Yeah. I've never had a dog that really super liked a Kong though. No, no. Not even if there's like stuff in it. Banunu? Frozen banunu? <laughs> frozen bananas. Um, well, we put a little bit of frozen peanut butter in one that we got from the pet expo, actually. Like it came in mm. like the little the little swag bag or whatever. And so we started giving that to Lou so that she won't, you know, dive into my Christmas gifts that I spent money on. What a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. Bad Lou. Yells. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you have another Excellent. one or do you want me to go on to my next one? Oh, I can give you one that's like <laughs> kind of appropriate for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> when dogs sniff each other, they sniff each other's pheromones. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> These pheromones identify all sorts of information about the dog, including its gender, diet, and overall health. Huh. So I think we had an episode about that where I think it's like Jake Jacob's organ or something like that. Oh yeah. In their nose and like when they sniff 
like when dogs sniff each other's butt, it's like it tells them a lot of information about the dog. Yes. It's their profile pic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like scrolling through their about me Facebook section. Clicking on more info. Ooh, more info. (laughs) Hmm. Yes, I see. I see. I see. All right. My next fun fact was... Dog saliva helps with digestion, but not in the same way as human saliva. So human digestion begins in the mouth, but dog saliva merely helps move food down the esophagus into the stomach where the digestive process starts. This means that dogs don't need to chew their food to begin the digestive process as their intestines get the job done on their own. So that's why like when they like crazy power eat and then like if your dog vomits afterwards, that's why it looks like exactly the same. Have you ever had a dog like vomit yes. ki- kibble and it like literally looks like a perfect yeah. pile of and kibble? Yeah, and then they eat it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. Mm, meal number oh. two. Oh, <laughs> what second <laughs> breakfast? Second <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a little bit more mushy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Some large dog breeds, including the Beauceron, the Briard <laughs> in the Great Pyrenees have a double dew claws on their hind legs. Oh, I wonder if Ooh. I noticed that when I was babysitting Yeti a few mm, weeks ago. Check, check Yeti's right. hind legs. Yes. I know Millhouse has dew claws on his hind legs. Yep. Which dew I don't claws. think all of the breeds have. Yeah, it's like. I, I can remember us talking about dew claws once. I had no idea what the purpose of a dew claw was. And then I, until I watched a video of a dog trying to climb out of, like, they fell through the ice, like, on a body of water, and they were trying to climb oh, yeah. out of it. Mm-hmm. Remember you saying that? It's like, it's kind of like an, like an anchor for them. Like, it anchors them, but if they don't have yeah. that dew claw. But they are pretty sharp. Like, and if you've ever been scratched by a dog's dew claw, it's yes. y- razor sharp. Like, it's a yowza's. Because they don't get worn down like the other ones. Yeah. So, yeah. Super Yowz. sharp. Super sharp. Yowzas. Super sharp. Yowzas. Super sharp. Do you want me I don't to know say, I... go for another one? According to psychologist and dog researcher Stanley Corin, the average dog's intelligence is about the same as a two and a half year old human's. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It does. Yes. It's true. Probably about the same, like the same recall, same vocabulary. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This one's funny because I don't know if you've seen on Instagram, the videos of like the owners have both their hands in front of the dogs closed with like one piece of kibble in one Mm -hmm. and like 10 pieces of kibble in the other. Mm -hmm. And then the, they ask the dog like which hand. And if they paw at the one that only has one, and then they open it, but then they show the other one that has, like, ten, they're, like, sad. (laughs) (laughs) So, a 2019 study in the journal Biology Letters found that dogs can understand quantities. For example, they notice when we give them more treats or put less kibble in their bowls. And that's another video. I don't know if you've seen, like... (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but they put like just a few kibbles in the bowl and they become like really angry. <laughs> I, 
I think there was one with the pug and he like literally like loses it. Like he's like, what are you doing? That's not a way to get more though. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what papillon is? I do. You do? It's a butterfly. It's a butterfly. So the papillon dogs are named for the fringed hair on, on its ears, on their ears, that resembles a butterfly's wings. Yes. 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 I did know that. And like, that's all I have. That's all you have? Okay. Yeah. Well, those are some pretty neat dog fun facts. The yeah. origin of the Kong. I yes. like the quantities one where it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, and, and it's funny that like you brought that up because like, I I always wondered, is that like these videos that you see on the internet, is it just like a one-off and it's just funny because that's the way we're interpreting it? Or do they have some sort of concept? Yeah. This is unfair and I'm not having it. (laughs) (laughs) Or are they trained to react that way? Yeah, exactly. For the sake of a funny video and getting thousands of views. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try it with Millhouse. Oh, yes. Try it. Yeah. Take a video. Mm-hmm. It's too funny. Crazy dance. <laughs> and I think that's a wrap. It's a wrap for our 101 episode. <laughs> oh, we should have done it on Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> 101 Dalmatians. Oh, we Aww. lost. We lost we that lost chance. Job. We'll never have it again. (laughs) (laughs) Never. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, To our listeners, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Boop Snoots. And before we officially end the show, make sure to check out Holy Raw Nutrition as well. Holy Raw Nutrition is a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. They... We would like to thank them for supporting us at Let's Boop Snoots. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well being. I personally order all of my food for Ralph and Millhouse from Holy Raw, and I have nothing but great things to say about them. So we are very thankful to have them as a sponsor. And make sure to check their website at holyrawnutrition.com. Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw. Thank you. And also a big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 LaCalle Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hot Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting our Let's Boop's notes. Thank you. All right. And well, join us next week on Let's Boop Snoots. Mm-hmm.